0: Week six at the Kanakuk Institute was actually spirit week. And so spent all week decked out in costumes for denim day and throwback day and dressed like a salad dressing day. And so I sat in class, dressed like a zesty Italian dressing, like an Italian chef and learned about the kingdom era. And the kingdom era is a period in Israel as a nation's history that really, as the name implies, talks about the kings that reigned throughout that time. And so all these kings are reigning and there's tons of different characters throughout the books of 1st and 2nd Samuel, 1st and 2nd Kings, 1st and 2nd Chronicles. And they're kind of hard to keep track of. But one famous king is King David. And we know a lot about his pitfalls. We know a lot about his big victories. But really kind of his beginnings get lost in the narrative. And so it was cool this week to sit down and learn about 1 Samuel 16, when David is anointed king over Israel. And so 1 Samuel 16 opens up with Samuel, who was Israel's last judge, or basically God's mouthpiece at the time, looking pretty downcast. And God calls Samuel out in in 1 Samuel 16, 1, and he says to Samuel, "'How long will you grieve over Saul, since I have rejected him from being king over Israel?' And so what happened to make Samuel sad and God mad is that there really Israel didn't need a king at first. They God and Samuel advised the people of Israel in first Samuel eight, a king is only gonna take your money and take your people, and God already is your king. You guys will be fine. But Israel, like the fickle people they are, and like we are, they want to fit in with the other nations around them. And so in 1 Samuel 8, they demand a king. They get one, and this man named Saul, who's their first king ever. We learn that Saul is tall and handsome in 1 Samuel 9 and 10, but ultimately his heart is prideful and arrogant. And so there's stories in 1 Samuel 13 and 1 Samuel 15, where Saul is given explicit instructions, either to wait on the Lord to make a sacrifice or to destroy everything that God tells him to. And in both instances, Saul disobeys. It's direct disobedience and it's disrespect to God. And so at this point by 1 Samuel 16, God is over it and he calls Samuel to anoint a new king. And he gives Samuel these step-by-step instructions. And so in 1 Samuel 16, three, we see that Samuel's called to go to Bethlehem to this guy named Jesse's house and then God will show him what to do next. And so Samuel goes to Bethlehem, invites Jesse and all his sons to the sacrifice. And so Jesse brings his sons, or at least his sons that he thinks are fit to be king, we see. And so there's seven sons in the room. And each one of them, I can imagine, is tall and handsome and good-looking. And so Samuel sees Eliab, the firstborn, and says, surely this is Israel's next king. He is everything we could want for. He's tall and he's handsome, just like Saul. Saul. But God says, don't look at his appearance or his height or his stature because I've rejected him. For God sees not as man sees. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And so we see God reject over and over, seven times to be exact, these sons that Jesse brings forward. And so in 1 Samuel 16, 11 and 12, Samuel turns to Jesse in confusion and says, are these all your children? I have no one else to anoint or a choice to anoint. We ran out of sons and the Lord still hasn't picked one. And Jesse responds and says, "'There still remains yet the youngest. "'Behold, he is tending the sheep.'" And so David is probably 15 years old here. He's so young, he didn't even get invited to this king draft. And so we see that they bring David up, the Lord tells Samuel to anoint him. And if you ever feel left out or unqualified, know that the Lord chose David despite what man disqualified him for, which is his age. And so what a cool picture of the gospel that David did nothing to earn it. No works or anything could have qualified him because he was clearly unqualified. He was a teenager at 15 years old, but God anoints him to be king. And I think what's so much cooler even is that in 1 Samuel 16, 13, we read that the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. So David immediately has this spiritual authority, but then we see in 1 Samuel 16 and 1 Samuel 17, that he already has a humble role as a sheep boy but now he has a humble role as a shepherd or as a heart player in the king's palace and as a food delivery boy for his father in first samuel 17. and so david was faithful he did not have flashy roles at all but instead he walked diligently we don't see him complaining that he didn't get invited to this king draft with his siblings but instead he just does his job diligently and so we can learn not to undervalue the places that God has us doing our job, jobs with diligence and with excellence, pleasing the Lord, like Colossians 3:23 and 24 say, and just recognizing the fact that we aren't always called to flashy positions, but we are called to be faithful in all positions. So cool to learn that this week and get to apply it this week and hopefully the rest of my life. See you next time. Actually, if you have any questions, call me 317-442-1171. I'd love to talk about it. See you next time. Same, no, I'm messing it up. See you next week. Same time, same place.